Whether it's your first pregnancy or your fifth, when you're expecting, I think most women would agree, any and all support, both emotional and physical, is a plus and very welcome. That's where a doula can come in, a professional labor assistant who provides support to the mother-to-be and her partner during pregnancy, childbirth, and the postpartum period. Today, we'll talk about the benefits of having a doula during pregnancy, what their role is, how to find one, what questions to ask when interviewing them, and much more. Joining us to share her expertise is Dr. Cherie Livingston from UPMC McGee Women's in Central PA. Dr. Livingston specializes in obstetrics and gynecology and is board certified by the American Board of Obstetrics and Gynecology. She practices at UPMC Obstetrics and Gynecology Specialists, Lidditz, and is affiliated with UPMC Harrisburg, UPMC, UPMC Community Osteopathic, UPMC Lidditz, and UPMC West Shore. This is Healthier You, the podcast from UPMC in Central Pennsylvania. I'm Maggie McKay. Dr. Livingston, thank you so much for making the time to explain the benefits of having a doula and what their role is. It's great to have you here. Maggie, thanks for having me. I am very happy to be here to discuss a topic that is very near and dear to me. I think so many women and fathers-to-be are going to get a lot out of this because I'm surprised how many people don't know what a doula is. You know, they're not familiar with it. Like I've asked some pregnant friends, are you going to get a doula? And they're like, what's that? So this is very important. What is a doula? Just to dive right in. A doula is a non-medical birth assistant, and there are many types of doulas. There are birth doulas, postpartum doulas, hospice doulas. Doulas can be used for nearly any and everything that you can think of. A doula is a non-medical support person, and the key is support. So I see doulas as a pie in the sky. They advocate for their patients. They essentially help with physical support, informational support, and educational support and emotional support. So it's so vital to birthing people to have this level of support so that their significant other can focus on the birth of their child as opposed to trying to fill in for uh, a support person like what a doula would function as. So it works very well. It creates this comprehensive care model for the doctor, the nurse, the midwife, it really creates a great team. And how does a doula help? What's their role? So the doula's role is extremely important. They function like a liaison between the patient and the healthcare provider. So for example, I as a obstetrician gynecologist may walk into the room and see that there's something wrong with mom and baby and I may want to move expeditiously. Well, the doula understanding her role as a support person will understand that I have to move quickly for a medical situation, but also that the patient may be fearful at that time. And so they act as this wonderful extension of understanding the importance of maintaining a safe environment for mom and baby, and also relaying to me what some of the concerns or wishes and desires of the patient maybe. So they act as a great conduit for safe conversation. It's also important 
to note that doulas spend significantly longer periods of time with the the patient than say the healthcare provider because we just aren't afforded those opportunities. And so the doulas get to know the patients on a level that we as healthcare providers wish that we could but can't. And so they can study visual cues and nonverbal cues and know exactly what the patient is feeling and what their concerns may be and relay that to me as the healthcare provider. Right, because when you're in it, sometimes it's hard to express yourself, but the doula already knows you, right? Exactly. They, they have so many opportunities to build a, a trusting relationship with the patient. And in doula language, they call them clients. So if you hear me refer to uh, a patient as a client, that's because in, in their language, that's how they refer to them. Our preference in the comprehensive care model is for the doula client relationship to start as soon as possible, as soon as pregnancy is discovered. So that gives the doula and the client the opportunity to build a healthy relationship. And so they have all of these months to really work on the desires of the family, the desires of the patient, understanding what some of their fears and concerns may be, helping educate them and creating this bridge of support. That's so smart. Why should a mom-to-be think about getting doula support at UPMC McGee Women's? Every person who is a birthing person should have a doula. Here at UPMC McGee Women's, it's important to extend that opportunity to all of our patients because having a doula makes the birth experience safer, it makes it warmer, and very open to this comprehensive holistic care model that every pregnant person should have, especially pregnant people who are vulnerable. And we do see increased morbidity and mortality in pregnant people of color. And so my specific hope is for all women and people to have doulas, but specifically vulnerable women and people. Mm -hmm. And what are the benefits? The benefits of having a doula are less likely to end up with a C-section, less likely to suffer with postpartum depression, less likely to have preterm birth and low birth weight infants, low birth weight being 2,500 grams or less. Having a doula will impart a higher likelihood of breastfeeding both at time of discharge and eight weeks postpartum. All of these things are just so impactful. Gruber did a study in 2016 that looked at improved outcomes when doulas were involved. The American College of OBGYNs, as well as SMFM, Society of Maternal Fetal Medicine, all endorse doulas for improving health outcomes, especially for vulnerable pregnant people. Those are all really significant. What exactly is the role of a doula? What do they do? Doulas engage the patient, and the earlier they establish this engagement, the better. So in our specific initiative, our Diversifying Doula Initiative, we have a doula navigator who will receive a phone call from uh, a patient or receive an intake form online saying, I am pregnant. I'm interested in having a doula. And what we do then is we 
will share information about uh, our doulas and the patient then gets to choose her doula based on short biographies about the doula. Hey, I speak a specific language or hey, I'm interested in caring for women who have had pregnancy losses or, or whatever it may be that creates that bond. So once they establish this client doula relationship, then they see each other. Doulas go out to their homes and really just build a healthy relationship outside of the medical environment and get to know the client. And once they do that, they can join them for office visits, which I love since I'm a doctor who loves doulas. I love when doulas are present in the office visits because it helps to create this learning environment that's focused on the patient. And so doulas join them for their visits. They visit them at their homes. They talk to them on the phone. And in the world of COVID, they have Zoom meetings with them. All of these points of of care, if you will, or points of contact. And then obviously, when the patients come in in labor, they'll call their doula and say, hey, I'm in labor or hey, I'm getting an induction. And the doulas will come to the hospital and obviously be permitted to stay with them the entire time. At UPMC McGee Women's Hospitals, doulas are welcomed and encouraged to be present with their clients. And during the entire labor process, they're there giving them support, both physical and emotional. They're advocating for their patient. If I walk in the room and I say, you know, something that maybe the patient doesn't understand, the doula will communicate that with me, especially the ones that we have trained where they say, she she didn't quite understand what you said, or could you say that in a different way? And patients speak up for themselves, but boy, it feels enlightening and empowering when you have somebody else right there with you who's advocating for you, making the conversation go that much smoother. And that's the intrapartum experience. Postpartum they're even more valuable because why do we care about the postpartum experience? Studies show, research show that the vulnerabilities lie in the postpartum period. When you look at maternal morbidity and mortality, most of it occurs postpartum and more than 80% of it is preventable. More than 80% of the morbidity and mortality that's experienced in maternal health is preventable. And so that's why we have this unique focus on the postpartum period. And so having a doula present is even more integral because they're there on site with them doing home visits, watching interactions with the baby, watching interactions between the support person or significant other who, uh, again, may have their own set of situations that makes this a very vulnerable time for a postpartum family. Boy, the doula is busy. Do they have more than one client at a time? Typically, doulas have about three clients per month. And and when we say that, it's three clients who are delivering or potentially delivering. So Mm -hmm. they average, you know, a good number, but it's a safe number and they understand their limits. Right. We've touched on some of the benefits of having a doula, but I know there are even more. Can you talk about those? So other values of having a doula are, say you have a situation where there's a pregnancy loss. There's a lot happening during that time. So doulas function in a way to communicate 
the needs of the patient, what I'm calling patient or what they will call client, to the medical provider, to the healthcare provider. Sometimes people are so focused on, say, and I'm using the example of a grieving family, they can't gather into words what the issues may be or questions they may have. And so the doula acts as a communicative extension or or great communicator between the healthcare provider and the patient. We can't leave out dad. He's got to feel a little bit like, oh, what's my role? What about the partner's role when using a doula? I think that dads love doulas just as much as doctors love doulas because what that does is it takes the weight off of the dad so that he can be just that or they can be just that. They can function in that role of the parent as well so that they're not tending to the mom from a postpartum standpoint from, you know, she's in pain, so I need to help her with that. Dads want to be there in that role, but maybe they lack understanding of postpartum emotions and things that happen in the postpartum setting. And so what a doula does is she takes weight off of him so that he too can enjoy the postpartum experience, you know, if they're taking home uh, a live baby, as opposed to say a grieving family, they too can use the support of the doula as well. I bet. I always felt bad like my husband was left out. He never acted like it or said anything, but I always thought, ah, the dad must just feel kind of like pushed aside sometimes during pregnancy. Hopefully not. Right, exactly. And good doulas note that because they have this keen oversight of the family and the dynamics. Mm -hmm. And so a good doula will also provide support to the other parent based on whatever the needs are for the entire family. That's so useful. Dr. Livingston, what is a doula's role when it comes to someone who wants to have an all-natural birth? All-natural births are wonderful. They're spontaneous. Typically, everything's kind of going in the direction that we as healthcare providers want it. There are no comorbid conditions. Usually, if someone's having just all-natural, spontaneous labor, the patient and baby are doing very well. And we too like to take a hands-off approach. And I know that doulas wonderfully advocate for a safe hands-off approach. So I know the doulas that I work with and that we work with here at UPMC McGee really enjoy having the doulas for spontaneous birth because it's typically associated with lots of pain or can be associated with lots of pain. And it is in those moments that the doulas are most valuable because they can coach patients through their pain process and really build up their confidence that they can get through this. We offer options like nitrous oxide and epidural, intravenous medications, but we only like to bring those up if the patient has given us permission to do so. Natural labor is great. We've been birthing babies for 250,000 years. Women and pregnant people know how to have babies if given the confidence to do so, and doulas do that very wonderfully. Did you hear the story in the news? Just yesterday I saw it. A woman had to get out of her car with her kids in the car. She was in labor and had to deliver her own baby and then got back in the car with her kids. Did you hear that story? I didn't hear that story, but it's not usual, but it's not unusual either. If you have someone who 
has delivered more than one baby or they're not having their first baby, labors can be precipitous. And there are times the doulas can't make it to the hospital because of the precipitous nature of labor. But again, that's where education comes in. And if the pregnant person is keen to the happenings of their bodies, most often we're able to catch labor ensuing. What other types of doulas are there? There are many types of doulas. There are birth doulas, there are postpartum doulas, lactation doulas, hospice doulas, which I think is extremely important when you're dealing with end-of-life issues, not even just obstetrically, but just throughout all of medicine, having hospice doulas are very important. So there are all types of doulas, doulas for everything. The big question How does an expectant mom find a doula? An expectant mom can find a doula anywhere on the internet. But at UPMC McGee Women's, we have our birth circles program where you can log into our website and just search for birth circles doula program. I started a diversifying doula initiative, which you can find a doula on that website because I think it's important that doulas also look like the communities that they're serving. And so I created the Diversifying Doula Initiative to increase the number of black and brown doulas, specifically serving black and brown pregnant people. Wow. And that wasn't in place before. So in our area, we had one black doula. And after I started the Diversifying Doula Initiative, we now have 26 black doulas in our area. That's amazing. Congratulations. That is something to be proud of. I am very proud. Oh, you should be. My goodness. What questions does a mom-to-be ask a doula when they're interviewing her or him? They're, They're only female doulas, right? So there are some areas of the country that are promoting male doulas, but I have the privilege of talking every day with trained doulas, both experienced and those in training. It's interesting. Most doulas believe that it is a profession that should be most populated, if not all populated by women. (laughs) And it just goes to the historical nature of how doulas came to be sitting alongside the pregnant person. And I think it is geographic, but for the most part, doulas are women. All of our 26 certified doulas are women and birth circles at UPMC McGee also has all women doulas. I would think so. What questions should we ask a person that we're considering having as our doula when they're interviewing them? So it's important when a pregnant person is seeking out a doula to ask them about their training and their experience. Are they a trained doula? which means that they've gone through uh, certified programs to learn the details and intricacies of safe doula practices and standard doula practices. That's number one. Number two, they want to learn if their doula is certified. Most doulas are certified, but there are some doulas who do not believe in the certification process, just like there are certified nurse midwives, and then there are non-certified midwives. It just depends, but from a hospital perspective, and especially here at UPMC McGee, we allow certified doulas to come into our hospital units because it's important that certified doulas 
are recognized because of their commitment to standardization. That's number two. Number three, it's important to understand why this is most important, I think. It's important to understand why they became a doula. Many doulas become doulas because of their own birthing experience, because of something that happened to them that led them down the path of wanting to help another pregnant person, be it something good that happened or be it something bad that they like to prevent happening to another pregnant person. In addition to that, it's important that they ask about their cultural preferences or spiritual preferences or language. Another thing that's important for the pregnant person to ask their doula is, do they have reliable transportation? Because when they need them to hasten to the hospital, they're going to want them to be able to do so without obstruction. Those are all important questions, definitely. That is such helpful information, all of it, Dr. Livingston. I'm sure expectant women learned a lot today. You know, when you are pregnant, there are so many other things to learn and plan for. So this has been so helpful, and I'm sure it will clarify a lot of questions people had about doulas. It's great to have a discussion about something so important. When it comes to hiring a doula, what can someone expect cost-wise? Doulas can be expensive. That's why before several years ago, doulas were used by typically affluent white women. And the average cost of a doula is about $800 to $1,000. So that can be cost prohibitive for uh, vulnerable people or socioeconomically challenged families. And so if you're looking for a doula and you can afford one, that's great. But if you can't afford a doula, you still can have one. Many places, specifically UPMC McGee Women's, our Diversifying Doula Initiative, have programs in place where we can provide doula assistance for free. For free? You're kidding me. I've never heard of that. That is awesome. Yes. Our Diversifying Doula Initiative provides pregnant people of color with free doula care. And we use grant dollars and support to fund that. Again, that was Dr. Cherie Livingston, who specializes in obstetrics and gynecology and is board certified by the American Board of Obstetrics and Gynecology. If you are expecting, have a conversation about a doula with your OBGYN provider to see if it's the right fit for you. You can also visit upmc.com slash central PA OBGYN. If you found this podcast helpful, please share it on your social channels and check out the full podcast library for topics of interest to you. This is Healthier You, a podcast from UPMC. I'm Maggie McKay. Thank you so much for listening and be well.